Well, it's that time of the year where we talk about streaking the lawn. No, that's actually not what we're going to be talking about, streakers. I was just referencing it because I think there actually is a podcast called Streaking the Lawn. Not sure what it's about. Maybe a professional lawnskeeper. The reason I bring it up is we just finished winterizing or putting the winterizing fertilizer down for the front lawn and mowing it, trimming it for the last time probably this season. It freezes in just over a little week and a half is what the weather projection is, is that we're going to get a freezing. So I thought, well, let's do lawn and garden. How to streak so that your lawn and garden look beautiful all the time. I'm no professional, but I enjoy doing it. (laughs) You know, I was in reality, I was in college, a lawnskeeper. Did uh, landscape maintenance over the summer with Stout Yard Service. Paul Stout, one of my favorite people on the face of this planet. He's fantastic. Paul, big shout out to you. I remember starting with him when Jamie had actually applied for a job with him and he, he thought, yeah, you're going to be great to uh, keep, to, to add to the team because Jamie loved to do gardens. And so he thought, you know what, we'll add her to the team. She'll be able to take care of all the gardens. And I happened to be with her when she was interviewing or when she was talking to Paul about the job. And he looked at me and he said, so are you here to uh, be one of my lawnmowers? I said, well, I hadn't actually thought about it, but uh, if you need one, paid great, such a fun time, did it for two, two or three summers before uh, we parted ways and I went into a different career line. But there was a time there where I thought, you know what, we could probably start a really good lawn and lawn maintenance business. And, you know, there's a lot of those out there in the time that I worked for him. I learned how to string trim and how to mow the lawn correctly. That those are the two things I learned. We also Jamie also learned about commercial gardening and what you could do to prepare the soil in order to receive any of the plants that you're going to be planting for fall or fall, winter, spring, summer. It was honestly a lot of fun. It was the the summer before we got married and our wedding pictures I was wearing a white tux, she was wearing a white dress, and we were very tan from working outside all summer. I must say, we looked amazing. Today, a little bit different. You get out, get the front lawn done, and then go about the other career choices that you've made in life or working with the family. Teaching the boys how to mow the lawn and how to mow it in a way that it looks good. It's striped and looks fantastic. I was watching yesterday a couple of YouTube shorts on... Have you seen those YouTube shorts where they're the lawn maintenance folks and they find a hugely overgrown lawn and they go out and they ask if they can manicure it for free, if they can take care of it? Usually it's maybe an abandoned house or someone who has fallen on hard times and aren't able to take care of their lawn. He asks the neighbors or whomever else might be in the neighborhood, do you mind if I do this for free? (laughs) And most of them are like, yeah, that'd be great. There's been a couple where he has been working on the lawn and a couple of neighbors have come out and said, can you, can you knock off that racket? (laughs) Oh man, what we do sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I, what I want to talk about. And this all leads on into what I would, what I wanted to talk to you about. This is Jeff Downs and this is the streaking show. What I wanted to talk to you about today is something we were talking with Chance about last night. One Part of our society today, an integral part of it, is social media. You, we, all, we are all influenced by social media in one way or another. Social media's rise uh, 
came probably with YouTube and then the Twitter Twitter came out, now X, uh, Instagram, Pinterest. All of these were the start of Facebook, were the start of social media. And what is social media? Or user-generated content. That's really what it is. It's people that are looking to maybe entertain for a few minutes, gather a following, get a lot of people, influence them. All of these YouTube shorts, as I watch them, I'm usually looking for a little bit of an escape, a little bit of an entertainment. We were talking with Chance about this last night. And as we were talking with him, one of, I guess, the mantras that goes out today is that social media is bad. All social media is an awful influence. Teenagers suffer mental illness from social media. Social media can have a detrimental impact on your life. You waste all kinds of time from social media. And I'm here to challenge that. Challenge it in this way. I have learned from social media all kinds of good things. I have via YouTube. Now, YouTube, yes, social media, user-generated content, a little bit different in that it's not the short form. It's not the 10, 15, and the longest a minute, even though the shorts are. YouTube, I've learned from YouTube all kinds of carpentry questions that I've had. I've gone onto YouTube and looked at. I've also looked at YouTube for, you, you probably have been in TED Talks, looking for different concepts, really being influenced and inspired by people who have spoken at graduations or commencements, or individuals that post some story that's inspirational. I've learned a lot from these. There is detrimental stuff that's posted on social media. Is social media bad? I would say that social media is a neutral. There's good content that's posted on social media and there's, and there's bad content, good and bad, both across the board. The question is not about the social media. It's really about what I choose to watch and view. Some of you know, and you may have been listening a little bit, that I set a streak to search for at least one inspirational thing every day. That streak has changed my social media feed. Because as I've watched any short, I don't really watch reels or anything like that. And I know I've talked a little bit about this, but this all leads into the conversation that we had with Chance. I've changed my social media feed simply by, in YouTube shorts, liking and disliking what inspires me, liking, disliking those things that I'm not inspired by, or that stir up like anger or frustration, stir up any type of feelings of aggressiveness. I dislike those. What's happened is my social media feed has now turned to many inspirational stories. When I go to it, here's what I see. Either carpentry stuff, as an amateur carpenter, I like to be out in the shop building something like a piece of furniture or working on trim for the house or shelves for the house. Pretty amateur. But up comes different carpentry carpenters who are professionals and have great points and tips. Also, inspirational stories. Inspirational stories, you've probably seen the military moms and dads coming home to greet their children. Those are inspirational. Also inspirational Good acts of service where people are going out of their way to help someone in need, someone who's gotten into trouble, or maybe a pet or an animal that is in trouble and therefore someone reaches out and helps that pet or that animal. 
all of these things inspiring. So now every day when I look at social media, I get inspiring content. What this does for me is that inspiring content, which is really quite great, is the inspiring content gives me enough that I don't waste time on social media. Now, what is wasting time on social media? Is there an argument to have some type of an escape that's three or four minutes long? Well, actually, 15 seconds to a minute long. I would say yes, there is. Now, where does it go over the top? Well, it goes over the top when I transition from a few minutes to completely just engrossed in it and watching it for whatever reasons and losing track of time. In other words, I've gone away from being intentional and deliberate to unintentional and automatic. I'm just watching it now because, wow, that's great. A couple of great comedians come on and I'm just going to follow down that path. Or there's something that I'm interested in and I just follow down that path on carpentry or anything else. Some of it, really great when it's intentional and deliberate. When it's not intentional, deliberate, I get into the automatic and unintentional. It's no good. Chance, we were talking with him last night. He's our 12-year-old. And we were discussing all about social media. He was saying that, and there are people who show that social media has a negative impact on teenagers. There's any number of studies that you can go out and say has a negative impact on teenagers because of the way their brains are forming, some of the different ideas that aren't quite solidified yet, social media can have an impact influence on those. It can also have an impact influence for good. Here's the thing about it. Social media is not going away. It's here. It's here to stay. There was once a analogy that a professor used to describe the internet overall. And he said he lived in California with his parents And everyone where he lived in California, most everyone had a swimming pool in their backyard. Because that was the case, he said, my parents taught all of us to swim from a very, very young age. There was, it it really was, the option was drown in a pool or learn how to swim. And they thought, you know what? There's so many swimming pools around here. We're going to teach everyone how to swim. So that's what they did. Everyone learned how to swim. Similarly, With the advent of the internet, we all need to know how to browse the internet or how to deliberately and intentionally use the internet. Now, this was a while back. Obviously, we're way past that now. Internet is so ingrained in all of our lives in one way or another, and there's so much knowledge and information that's being transmitted and connected. AI, for example, is one of those now new technologies where it's gathering and assimilating all of the information from the internet and presenting it in a way that gives you information relative to questions that you might ask. Unlike a search engine, a AI intelligence gathers information and a weak AI, as it's called, really puts algorithms together and it's just doing surface searches. Whereas strong AI or AI that's going to be intuitive can actually make inferences based on information that it's given. Way, not way off course here, but you can see how internet, short form media, all of those things start to work together, AI work together, and it's influencing you, impacting our children. So Chance and I were talking about this, and Jamie was there too, and we were saying, okay, is social media good or bad? 
And he and we were asking him what he watched and what he viewed on social media because he is able to view YouTube and look at it. And the, the key critical component here is that he learned how to navigate the waters of social media. Because whether or not I have it in my home, he's going to see it somewhere from one of his friends or from just interaction in society. So the question is, is how do you become your own best filter? How do you make sure that the rules, you set your own rules, you're strong enough to set the rules that will help you to maintain the standards and the intentional deliberateness with any social media that you want to maintain? This is where streaking comes in. Because as you set a streak to really do any number of different things in your physical, spiritual, uh, mental health, social health life, what you're doing is building the self-discipline to be able to maintain conscious, deliberate thought as you go into some of these areas where they don't want you to have conscious, deliberate thought, where the creators of the social media want you watching for as long as possible. You have control. This is what we said to Chance. You have the choice. You are not a victim of circumstances. You need to be mindful and thoughtful as to what you're watching. A couple of just key rules of thumb that I use for myself, and I mentioned them previously. If it brings about feelings of contention or anger, that social media, it's gone. There are, and honestly, it does not matter what side of the political aisle you're on, no matter what area of life you're in, there can be on both sides of everything, contention and anger. If it stirs that up in me, I dislike it. I don't watch it. Number two, if it's tantalizing to break my values, in other words, it goes against what I believe, both my faith-based beliefs and also my personal beliefs, if it goes against what I believe, even though it may be interesting, because it can catch your interest, it's gone, dislike. As you watch for intentionally, deliberately watch for how it impacts you on the inside, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, then you can make the choices necessary to filter your, filter yourself and your social media content through disliking. When you dislike something, it changes the algorithm because, again, social media people want you to watching as long as possible. And they figure if you're watching things you like, then you're going to stay on it longer. Therefore, if you dislike something, then the algorithm will pick up that you don't like that. If you don't like something, you'll stop watching. So they're not going to present that thing to you anymore. There are times where certain, let's call it bad actors, sneak in. And I have to dislike those pretty quickly. For the most part, though, if you're conscious and deliberate about your social media viewing, disliking at least one thing every day, there's a streak for you, dislike at least one thing every day that you don't like, like one thing that is inspiring, uplifting every day, that will put you in the right path to getting where you want to go. This is what we talked to Chance about. Building up the strength necessary to be able to navigate the waters that are going to be the ones he will be floating in as he grows up through his life. That's what's happening today. Does social media have a negative impact on you? If you let it. If you allow it to be the thing that governs your boat and how you steer it, then yes, it'll have a negative impact. However, if you are the captain of your ship, 
If you're the captain of the content of your social media, you'll make it through. You'll be able to navigate those waters. If you want to learn more about streaking, grab the book at Barnes & Noble or Amazon or anywhere books are sold. You can also download and listen to it from Audible. Please download the app. Streaking app is getting a major upgrade. It's coming up soon. I mentioned a little bit yesterday, the day before. It is going to get a great new streaks page with colors and fonts and text that make it even better and more clear. And then also the feed, the social feed, which we do have the social media content inside the streaking app. Why? Because it's all about good things that good people are doing to improve their lives. That's also going to get a major upgrade. It's going to be better text, photo, video. It's going to look great. If you haven't downloaded the streaking app yet, do so. Keep track of your streaks. Watch others as they do their streaks. All in all, cheering each other on to success. Until we talk again, keep streaking.